Good morning, saints. We thank the Lord for the beautiful day that once again we're sharing the word today. I'm reading the word of God from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. It says, According as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. The Lord chose us in him. The Lord chose you in him before you entered your mother's womb, before you were a seat in your mother's womb, the Lord chose you as holy to come into the world. And when he chose you as a seat before that entered your mother's womb, he looked at the seat and he spoke to your spirit and said that I am sending you to the earth. I want you to do this assignment for me. You didn't just come and your spirit agreed and then the Lord allowed you to enter your mother's womb and then you came in this world. So you are already chosen to be holy and blameless before the Lord God Almighty. What the Lord God Almighty is expecting is the manifestation of that seed of holiness that he has placed in, in you to manifest here on the earth. The Lord is expecting you to kick against the goats because the Lord God Almighty says that there is the goats and there is the sheep. Remember when the Lord met Paul in the desert, he said unto Saul before he became Paul, is it too hard for you to kick against the goats? Because he knew the seed that he has placed inside of Saul. He knew the caliber of the person that Saul was. He knew the seed it's the seat of soul. It is the type of a spirit that the Lord has put inside a soul. We are a seed. The Lord God Almighty, let me read it for you. I'm reading um, Genesis chapter 8 verse 32. It says, while the earth remained, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. The Lord, he is the one that soweth seed, and he saw a seed of the Spirit. When he made men, he sowed a seed. He planted his seed inside of men. Look at what he did through Mary. He planted a seed in, in Mary. Mary was, 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 was pregnant because of the seed of the Holy Spirit. She was not pregnant because of the seed of a man. It was the seed of the Holy Spirit that made her to be pregnant. And it was even so embarrassing for her to tell people that I am pregnant, I am still a virgin, and I'm still I'm pregnant of the Holy Spirit. I mean, imagine an angel came to Mary, told her that you are highly and favored. Sometimes favor of God, when it comes, it brings embarrassment. It was embarrassing to her to tell people that God told that you are highly favored, but it was embarrassing for, for her to tell the world and tell them that hey, I'm 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 still a virgin, but I'm still I'm pregnant of the Holy Spirit of the seed of God. It was embarrassing for, for, for Joseph. It had to take the angel of God to go and tell Joseph, do not leave her. Even though God said that thou, you are favored amongst women. Can you see? And the seed that God planted inside of Mary fulfilled exactly that which God purposed for her. Also you, the seed that God has planted inside of you before you were born with, into this world, before you entered your mother's womb, because the Lord said that he chose you in him to be holy and blameless before him. So you also, you will manifest the seed that God has planted inside, that the seed that God of his spirit that was in him, that he took inside of him when he made you and decided you to go inside of your mother's womb. The Lord, when he meets Saul, when the Lord Jesus spoke to to Saul, you know, I think it's uh, it's Acts. Let me read Acts, the book of Acts. I think it is Acts uh, 26 14. 
Hallelujah. 25:14 he says that and when he were when we were all fallen this is what Saul said. He said when we were all fallen to the earth I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in Hebrew tongue Saul Saul why persecutest thou me? Is it hard for thee to kick against the goats? It is hard is it hard for you to kick against the goats? Because the Lord knew this is not Saul. This what he's doing, killing people. That is not my seat. My seat is a seat of holiness. It's a seat of righteousness because the Lord knew that he chose Saul inside of him to put him in his mother's womb as a seat of the spirit to bear the fruit of righteousness. So when the Lord Jesus Christ met with, with Saul, he spoke to the one that he spoke to. When he spoke to him, when he was in him in heaven before creation, before he entered this world, he spoke to that spirit, that seat of, of the spirit inside of Saul. And he said that, is it too hard for you to kick against the goats? Because the goats of the Pharisees already influenced Paul. They influenced Saul to kill people. They influenced his doctrine. They influenced his philosophy. So the Lord also is speaking to you today. If your heart is turned against Jesus Christ, he's speaking to your spirit mind. Is it too hard to kick? kick against the goats. You need to kick against the goats. You need to find yourself in Christ because you came to this world. You were born holy. Find the spirit, the seat of righteousness in you, the seat of the Holy Spirit of holiness inside of you. Hallelujah. There is a man, there is a man in the book of Genesis chapter 9. I like Noah. I like Noah. I like Noah. Noah was born of the seed of God, the seed of the Holy Spirit. But Noah was born different. He was not like all other men. Noah was the first white man ever. When I read the book of Joshua, Noah, most of the Adam, I understand that Adam and Eve were black. They're not like what we see, what we see on the on the book showing Adam and Eve that is white. Men were black. Enoch were black. They were all black. Only the people that were, were, were white, it was the fallen angels and they were persecuting men at that time. Now, men were afraid of the fallen angels because they were white and they were having blue eyes and they were persecuting them. On a daily place, some of them killing people and men were crying unto Yahweh to, for assistance against these fallen angels. And now here it happens that Lamech, his wife, bore a child. And when they gave birth to this child, this child came out praising God, but this child was looking like the fallen angels. This child was white. This child had blue eyes. This child, his eyes was like the sun and he was praising God all together. And Lamech was afraid of the child. And Lamech decided to follow protocol. He went to his father, Methuselah, and he asked him, Father, I want you to go and go ask our grandfather Enoch what is happening. Is this child not a curse? Is this child not going to kill us? Noah was a seed of God. And then uh, Methuselah went to Enoch and asked him what is happening. And uh, Enoch knew because Enoch was a prophet. He met with Methuselah at a certain place. And Enoch told Methuselah, do not, God said that, do not uh, be afraid. God said that he's doing a new thing in the earth. Noah is a seed of God. He is born righteous. He is chosen by God. Even white like that, God is going to use him to preserve the earth in his time. And indeed, when Noah, God chose Noah to preserve the earth because the Noah was chosen to, 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 to hear God and to preserve the earth from the flood, the seed of God 
inside of God. It made Noah to rebel against the fallen angels. It made, I mean, at that time, men were corrupted by the fallen angels. Men were so wicked. They were doing evil things. They were, they were killing one another, not only killing one another, but sleeping with beasts. They were doing terrible things, you know, unheard for sin. That's why God decided that he will to destroy the world with, with the flood. And there was only one man because he was the seed of Yahweh. He was able to kick against the goats. He was able, he was a sheep, the sheep that was inside of him. It was the seed of a sheep. It was a seed that could stand against the wickedness, the corruption and the pervertedness that was in the world. And that was the seed of the Holy Spirit that the Lord planted inside of Noah. And it was able to send. I am reading, let me read it for you. I'm reading Genesis 9. I think I'll sit. Hallelujah. I think I'll start from uh, uh, verse 20. Before I read, let me finish the story. So, yeah, Noah went inside of the ark. So, when Noah, God decided to destroy the world with the water, and Noah was the only one, Noah was saved with his three children. They went inside the ark, and after they left the ark, the Lord, you know, it's amazing. The Lord decided to bless Noah just like the same as he blessed Adam and Eve. He even made a covenant with Noah. It says that, verse 9, 9 verse 1, it says, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be faithful and multiply and fill the earth. Hallelujah. The Lord said, that, that's what the Lord says that he said, be faith, faithful and multiply. And God, he not only did, he did not only did, he made a covenant with Noah after he finished, the, he, he went out of the earth. And there is someone that saw the covenant that God made with Noah. There's someone that saw the blessings in Noah. Uh, you know, when God blesses you, you need to be careful because Satan does not want to see a man walking in the earth that is blessed. He wants to strip you of the blessing. Adam and Eve were blessed by God. God said unto them, they must increase for, and be fruitful and multiply. And he even told them that I'm giving you the earth. But then when Satan saw that blessing upon them, it reminded him of the time when he, because that blessing, it is a seed. And when God, if you, if you look at this, when God say that when he blessed Noah, he did not only bless him, but he blessed his seed as well. And then Satan, when he saw the seed of the blessing in Adam and Eve, he decided that he was going to deceive Eve and take out the seed of the blessing. And he succeeded. And now God cursed, he cursed the earth. And then now God decided to destroy the earth that was cursed and he made a new earth now. He started a clean state and now God started to come to one man now, which is Noah. And he decided to put the seed of the blessing in Noah again. And he de-blessed him and his seed. And Satan saw that again. And I read in the book of Joseph that Satan did the same thing what he did to Adam and Eve, to Noah. He went, now when Noah, after he was blessed and he said, he decided to be complacent because the Lord even told Noah that the beast of the earth and everything and the animals on the earth, they will be afraid of him. And he relaxed and he thought that, okay, all is well with him. My God has given me the earth. And he said, the beast of the earth, they will be afraid of me and me and my seed are blessed. So Noah decided to plant a vineyard. And as Noah was planting a vineyard, 
the snake come to Noah. He asked him, what are you doing? And the snake tells, and Noah tells the, the snake that I am planting a vineyard. And then the snake asks Noah, what is the vineyard for? Then this, Noah tells the snake that the, snake, the vineyard, it makes men happy. It, is, it, it intoxicates men and it makes him happy. And then the snake tells Noah, let us enter into a covenant so that this, 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 snake, this vineyard could intoxicate men. It will make them more happy. And then Satan, he decided to take a lamp. He decided to take a pick and he decided he took a lamp. He took a, a, a pick. He took a baboon. Hallelujah. Yes, he took, I think he took three, three animals. He took a lamp, he took a pig, and he took a baboon. And he said that, man, let's take this, 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 um, this, this vineyard, that man will drink it innocent like a, like a lamp. He will not know what he's doing when he's drinking it. And when he is drinking it, and when he's drinking it, he will drink it, he will drink more to feel. When he becomes intoxicated a little bit, he will become strong. He took also, okay, the fourth animal that he took, it was a lion. He will become strong like a lion. And after he has become, he has drinking it to feel him, he becomes strong like a lion. It will intoxicate him. And when it has intoxicated him, it will make him to become like a pig he will do not know what he do with he will act shamefully like a pig and once he's intoxicated and acting shameful like a pig he will even not even know he will lose his mind and not even know where he who he is and he will act like a baboon like a monkey after he has drank drank this vineyard and that's exactly what happened. Now, after they baptized, the Satan baptized, he entered into the covenant with Noah and he baptized the vineyard to do that to, to men. I mean, imagine people drink the wine, you drink it innocently. And then when you drink it, it gives you strength. You become like a lion. And as you drink it, you become intoxicated. You become, you act, start acting shameless like a pig, not knowing what you do. And as you become, you are intoxicated, you're going to act foolishly like a madman, like a monkey jumping around and doing useless things and shameless and not known unto men. And uh, you know the word, they say words are like a molecule. The words that you speak are like a molecule that when it comes out of a mouth, that molecule, it comes back to you. It goes, it creates, when it creates, it goes back to you. Now, Noah entered into this covenant, cursing the vineyard, vineyard, that this is what he should do to men when they are intoxicated. Exactly the words that he spoke on this or on this vineyards it what happened to 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 to, to noah i remember i read a theory about one uh, um, uh, 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 physicist from japan mr omoto this is the same the theory the example that he made he took bottle two bottle of rice he took rice he put rice and then he put it in two bottles and he took children from preschool he took five children he said that this bottle of rice i want you to speak cursing words on this bottle of rice speak ugly words and just curse it and he took another bottle of rice and he put it here and he take five other preschoolers and he said that i want you to bless this uh, rice every morning when you enter inside of of the class i want you to bless this rice and these five children said that every morning when you enter into this class i want you to curse this rice and this is what happened these five kids they started cursing the 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 the, the rice for a week every morning cursing it cursing it cursing it cursing it i think it was two weeks yes they said two weeks they started cursing it every morning and these other ones five ones they started cursing the rice in a uh, blessing the rice in a bottle for two weeks 
After two weeks, when they look at the rice that was cursed, it had mold, it was black, it was ugly, and there was mold in it. And the rice that was being blessed every morning, it sprouted. It sprouted because there was a little water in it. Why, why am I making this experiment? I am showing you this experiment that there is power in words. The words that we speak in the air, they've got molecules, they go, they create, and that creation, it comes back to you. It backfires on you. So this is what happened to Noah. He cursed the vineyard, and then those words was like a molecule. It came back to him. And then after he cursed the vineyard, he decided to taste it. And when he tasted it, the cursing that he decreed on the vineyard, it's what worked on him. It made him to become intoxicated to the point where he lost his senses because after he drank that bonnet, he decided to go and sleep with his wife. Now his son, Ham, saw that because Ham, the people had a lot of fear in those times. Ham was thinking about Cain and Abel that killed himself. He was thinking that it will only be his, him, the three siblings, that Noah will not have other children. Then he spoke to his brother and said that, I'm going to stop my father for procreation. He's trying to make another child with his wife. And Ham decided to sleep with his father. That's what he said exactly in the book of Jesus, that he slept, he raped his father. And Noah, when he found out that his son, his young son, slept with him in the morning, he decided to curse the seed of him. He didn't curse him, but he cursed the seed of him. He cursed Canaan. Can you see? So the devil, when it comes on you, he is what he's after. It is the seed. He curses the seed. But the seed that is inside of you, it was already blessed because you were chosen. You are of the seed of the Holy Spirit. You are of the seed of righteousness. You are of the seed of an incorruptible seed of the word of God. You were chosen as an incorruptible word of God. Inside of Christ, before creation, he chose you in him to be holy before him, to bear fruit that is incorruptible that cannot bear fruit that are corruptible. So when you are on the earth, kick against the goats. Do not manifest. Do not, if you find yourself manifesting unrighteousness, remember who you are. Let the Lord and the Holy Spirit take you to the point before you were born again, before you came to this world, and manifest the righteousness of God. Manifest the righteousness because the word of God says that, in him we live and we found our being in Christ Jesus. And the word of God say again that we are chosen in Christ Jesus to bear food, fruit inside or in Christ Jesus. Here on the earth, you were made holy. You were born holy. Do not allow the spirit that is in this world to corrupt you. Rise up against the gods. Kick against the gods and allow Christ himself to manifest himself inside of you. You know, when I look, when I think about this, children, when they are small, nobody teach them to do wrong. Sometimes children, have you noticed that small children, they've got so much love inside of them automatically they love themselves. They love one another to show that human being, we were born good. It is just that we meet the spirit of the gods who corrupt one another because of the spirit that is on the earth. But the power of God comes upon you. The power of God comes upon you. The power I decree and declare. The power of the Lord Jesus Christ comes upon you to be able to kick against the gods in Jesus' mighty name. The word of God says that the Lord Jesus Christ, he says that the Lord God Almighty, he says that God has given me 
me power to lay down my life so I may do the will of the cross. He says that I do not lay it down according to my will, but the power of God comes upon me to lay it down. What you need from God Almighty, it is the power to say no to unrighteousness. It is the power to lay down your life for Christ Jesus. This is what you do. What Some people, why the goats have power in, uh, uh, upon them? It's because when they become born again, they never lay down their life. They never lay down their idols. They never lay down the things that they had. And they did not ask God to give them power to leave some things. They came, they accepted things, and they worked with things in the gospel. They just said that, okay, we will grow with this thing in the gospel. It should not be, they should not allow the wheat to grow with the thorns. No, you should ask God for the power, the Lord Jesus Christ, that they lay the power, my life, I lay it down, but not of my own will. God grants me power to lay it down. Because the Lord Jesus Christ, you need power to lay down something on this earth. You need power to lay down sin. You need power to say no to unrighteousness. Also today, I prophesy upon your life, whatever that boyfriend that is hard for you to leave, that smoking that is hard for you to let go of it, that thing that is difficult for you, that is like a thorn in your flesh, the Lord is giving you power to lay it down today. You are a seed of righteousness. You manifest the righteousness of God upon your life today. You manifest the righteousness of God. And not only that, that poverty, that, that joblessness, that, that lack of progress in your business, the Lord is giving you power to make wealth. The Lord is giving you power to get employed. The Lord is giving you power to let go, that poverty to leave you. The Lord is giving you power for that witchcraft to leave you so that you manifest Christ today in Jesus' mighty name. You will manifest the seed of righteousness. You will manifest the holiness and the purity of God upon your life today. You will manifest the victory and the grace of the Lord upon your life today. May God bless you as you have a glorious day and a victorious day. Shalom. Good morning, saints. Lord, you are beautiful. You are glorious. You are powerful. You are awesome. You are all that I desire to be, O oh God. You are mighty, O oh God. There's nothing impossible with you, Father God. You enable, you empower men, you enable men to do that which you have predestined and purpose for them to do in the earth. Father, you fight for us. Father, you feed us. Father, you show us your goodness. You anoint us and you show us your glory. You go before us. We bless you. We bless the holy name. We thank you, Father God, for your word that is so powerful, and we thank you, Father God, for not giving us up to the desires of our enemies. Hallelujah. We bless the holy name. Good morning, saints. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. God is a good God. He's a good God. He created the earth. He created it wonderfully, and he's God who dwells in us. He's a God in our midst, and he's God who is in the earth here, and he's God also in the heavens, and he did not make a separation between the heavens and the earth because through Christ Jesus he said that the separation has been removed. The Lord Jesus the word of God says that the Lord Jesus when he was at the cross he says that the veil was rent the veil was torn and when the veil got torn that is the sign that it says that the Lord removed the separation between man and heaven because you know what when man when Adam and Eve sinned there was a separation between man and God and man and heaven but the Lord Jesus began came by the sacrifice that he made at the cross. He made oneness, that that separation must be restored, that there must be oneness between heaven and earth and oneness between man and God, meaning that you can be 
access heaven while you are still here on the earth. The heaven is not denied from us. The heaven is not hidden from us. God has made all the heavens to be accessible unto us. Look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 14. Not 14, verse 1, verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessing in heavens, in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Meaning that the other versions that God, it says the Lord Jesus has given us, what has blessed us with spiritual blessings in all the heavens. It means that there are many heavens. I've heard of 12 heavens and they say there are more than that. I don't know how many heavens are, are, are there, but I've read of 12 heavens according to the 12 patriarch sons of, of Jacob. That's what I've heard, but I believe there is more than that. And the word of God says that the Lord has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in all the heavens. And this does not mean only spiritual blessings. It means material blessings, all the blessings that are in there. Because all the blessings in the heavens, are they belong to Christ. They are for him and they are made for him and they are made by him. And we are in Christ Jesus. And it means that these blessings, as we are in Christ Jesus, in all the heavens and in all the earth, they are accessible to us because we are in Christ Jesus. Because they are for Christ and we are in Christ, they are his. Because we are one with Christ Jesus. There is no separation between us and Christ Jesus. The Lord Jesus, in the book of John 14 verse 20, he says that, Be happy that I may go, that I go, that you will see that I, that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, and that you will learn that I am in you when he is gone. Meaning that he will be separated, he'll be gone and be returned to the Father. So when he is returned to the Father, the disciples will realize that Jesus is in the Father, and the Father is in him, and not only that, and that we are in Jesus Christ, and the Father is in us, and Jesus Christ is in us, while we are here on earth, while the disciples are here on earth, because they believed in the Father. Can you see the sequence? When you believe in Christ Jesus, Jesus is not there and God is not there. He is in you and you are in him. So you can operate like Christ Jesus here on the earth. We need to renew our mind and not think that Jesus is there and the Father is there. When we are born again, he is in us and the Father is in us and we can access. You can enter the heavens anytime. The Lord God Almighty, the word of God says that be bold when you come before the Lord God Almighty. Boldly come before the throne of heaven. Boldly come before the Lord God Almighty. Boldly go to heaven you can when you are on here and say that and decide which heaven you want to go through and not only by decision but your decision should be led by the Holy Spirit and you go your access is and you know what I like about the heavens also verse 4 it says that according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world he chose us before the foundation of the world before the Lord framed the world to say that there shall be sky there shall be sea there shall be earth there shall be animals he chose us first before everything that's why the word of God says that we are the firstborn of heaven we are the firstborn of creation he chose us he preferred us above creation that hence Satan hates us so much because the Lord called us he is firstborn. He is, we are his priority more than the angels or anything. We are his priority. Hallelujah. He says that according to that, he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He chose us on in him before creation that we should be like him, that we must be holy 
and we must be without blame and in love before him. This is his servants. This is how he has chosen us to be. The word says that when he comes from the cloud, we shall be like him. We shall see when he comes, he's going to come back and we shall see him. We shall be like him. The word of God says, let his mind be in you as it was in Christ Jesus who thought it not robbery to be equal to God. Do not think it robbery. When you are working with God, see yourself not just only as a child of God, but see yourself as Jesus Christ. See yourself as God because you are made in his image. That's how God has made you before the creation of the world to be like him. We limit our operation, our manifestation of Christ Jesus here on the earth because we don't see ourselves as him. We don't see ourselves as the citizen of heaven. We don't see ourselves as powerful as him. We don't see ourselves that he has already completed that which, is, which he has done through us. We, 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 we have a mindset of saying that, okay, I will grow to that level. I will manifest that. No, you don't have to wait to grow to that level. You've already been made like that. Only you are a thought away. I carry you are working with Christ Jesus every day. You are born again and you shan't sin. So now your mind must be renewed. It must be renewed and then your mind must go back to that point before creation and access that power in him, that holiness, that love in him so that you manifest Christ in the earth. Hallelujah. The heavens is what God has given to us. And the heavens are not something that it is far away. God wants us to operate in the heavenly places. God wants us to operate and the heavens to open all the time. To heavens to open up all the times. When you access heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ says, where I am, you shall be. Meaning that you can go and access the heavens anytime and the Lord can open the heavens for you. You know when the heavens open for you, miracles happen. When the heavens open for you, your enemies let go of you. When the heavens open for you that which stopped you it 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 let go of you and you have access of beautiful and good things noah the heavens was closed for him because the flood when the flood was raining the flood was raining he never thought that he would get out of there out of the ark it was just water all over but god remembered noah and the word of god say in genesis 7 verse 11 it says that they stopped the flood stopped the heavens open and the flood stopped when the heavens open upon your life, the Lord will stop the flood of even upon your life. I prophesy today that the Lord God Almighty, as you anticipate, as you renew your mind, that there is a moment where God open up the heavens for upon the mankind, upon the sons of men. Whatever, whether it's a flood of financial difficulty, whether it is a flood of sorrow, whether it is a flood of sickness, I decree and declare that the heavens open upon you today and that flood, it stops in Jesus' mighty name. The word of God says that exactly when the heavens opened upon him, he saw the visions of God. Meaning that the heavens, when they opened upon Ezekiel, the Lord opened up new dispensation of knowledge. For knowledge to be dispersed upon the earth, there must be the heaven of somebody must be opened because knowledge, it disperses from heaven. So Ezekiel also, he was sitting and the heavens opened and he saw the visions. And when the visions, when he showed the vision, when he saw those living creatures, the Lord was able to give him revelations. So for revelations to come upon you, the heavens has to open. You need to pray. We must be Christians that constantly pray upon to the Lord God. Might say that God, open up my heavens. Open up my heavens that I may see, that I may manifest prosperity, that I may have knowledge. Hallelujah. There is another person that I like in the Bible. 
that the heavens opened up upon him. The word of God says that the heavens opened up upon Nathaniel. Actually, it did not open, but the Lord Jesus Christ, he saw Nathaniel. He said that here is an Israel where no guile is found in him. Meaning that when the Lord said that there's no guile inside of you, it means that there is no cunningness in you. There's no way of the snake in you. There is no uh, 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 secrets in you. There is no discreetness in you. There is no something of lying inside of you. There is no guile inside of you, but it's just the right way. The Lord, when he saw Natalie, he says that, here is an Israelite, a Hebrew of Hebrew. No guile is found in him. And he said that, Nathaniel, the heavens shall open upon you. So this is the key. If we want the heavens to open upon us, we must walk in the way of the Lord with an unperverted heart. We must walk in a straight way of the Lord God Almighty. We must walk in the narrow part of the Lord God Almighty to, for the heavens to open up for us. I'm like what, let's read uh, Psalms 15 verse 1. Hallelujah. This is the type of person that the heavens open upon. It says that, Lord, who shall abide in the tabernacle? The tabernacle, it's like the heavens of God because the tabernacle of God, it's where God dwells. That is the heaven. And the heavens also can be inside of you because it's the kingdom of God. So you must be this type of person. It says that, Lord, who shall dwell in the tabernacle who shall dwell in thy holy hill he that worketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speak the truth in his heart he had he that backbited not with his tongue nor doeth evil to his neighbor nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor in whose eyes a vile person is despised can you see but he Honored them who fear the Lord. He that sweareth to his own heart and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to interest and not take it reward against the innocent. He that doeth these things shall never be moved. I like also in uh, Psalms 24 verse 3. Moshata Kalabasita. Hallelujah. It says, who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? Who had clean hands and a pure heart, who had not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sweared deceitfully. This is a person that their heart, their spirit, their emotions, their thought are in tune to the frequency of heaven. You live your life on earth like you have you heard when they say heaven on earth. Heaven on earth, it's not just riches that manifest. Riches, true riches, true riches, it's riches that glorify God. It's riches where you are in tune to heaven. You are in sick to heaven. Where riches where you did not find, where Satan does not come to say that, but hey, I need a part of the riches. You know, there are some people that have riches that Satan said that that one does not glorify God. You had a covenant with me before you saw them. Your riches as a child of God, when you have them, Satan must not come back and claim and say that I have a part in there. You cannot say you glorify God. This belong to us. You know very well what we have done, but I am talking about true riches. True riches where you are in sync, you are in tune to the heavenly frequencies and your spirit and your mind and your heart is in tune to the heavenly frequencies according to Psalms 15 and verse 24 and the Lord come down and he opens the heaven for you and he manifests 
the prosperity of God and the true riches of God. Because Satan, it is against a child of God that is prosperous. He does not want to see a child of God manifesting the glory of God. That's what he fights. That's what he fights. That's what he fights. He does not want to see true, uh, rich Christians. We need to pray for our heavens to open all the time so that we manifest the wealth of Christ Jesus and not only that, he does not want to see a Christian that works in love. Love is something that cre that Satan fights in the Christians because he knows that love is very powerful. People can become born again and become to become like, they can decide to become like you. If they see you that you are a Christian that would work in love. When they see, love is very attractive. Love is very powerful. Love open many doors. Love open up your heavens. Love open doors of relationships. Love open doors of prosperity. Love open doors of healing. Love open anything in this world. It is the key to anything and love it is a thing that a heart of a human being desire. Love is very attractive to a human being. There is no human being that can stay away from love. So it's one thing that he keeps children of God from that they must not understand love and he makes us to manifest in pride. He makes us to manifest in selfishness. But today I, I prophesy upon you that you are a Christian that will seek and run after love so that you manifest Christ inside of you on the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to manifest Christ and we need to ask God to help us that our heavens must open. I, I, I look at Malachi 7 verse 10 where the Lord said that bring all the tithes into the house of the Lord. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that the heavens must open. When you bring all your tithes. And I looked at this, I said, all the tithes. You know, we prioritize tithes. We think that tithes is money. Tithes is not only money. You can tithe your heart. You can tithe your time. You can tithe your vegetables. You can tithe lots of things. You can tithe your affection to the Lord God Almighty. Because some people, you some, there are some people who tithe money, but then their affection are not with God. Their affection are with their partners. Their affection are in things. And let me tell you this. The heart was meant to keep the affection of Christ Jesus. The heart was meant to keep the affection of the word. The heart is not meant to fix the emotion or the sensation or the impulse of another man. That is not what the heart is meant for. But the heart is meant to feel. You suppose if you read the songs of songs where uh, someone says that, Oh, my beloved, I am longing for the one that I love. Meaning he means the Lord Jesus. He talks about his Lord. He talks about his king. Keeping it the impulses of the affection of God in his heart, not for another man because that it brings bondage hallelujah hallelujah may the lord bless you may the lord bless you i also read uh, uh isaiah 64 when i read isaiah 64 i realized that it is possible for the heavens of a person to be closed that it is possible that a, your heavens can be closed as a child of God because sometimes we walk in the way and then we sing you sin unintentionally but if you sin unintentionally the word of God that if you confess your sins unto the Lord God Almighty the Lord is faithful and just to forgive you let us read Isaiah 64 verse 1 to 4 it says oh that that thou would rent the heavens. Rent, it means to open up. It means that this person's high heavens was open and then it got closed again. That thou would come down, that the mountains might flow down 
at thy presence. You see, when the heavens open down, the mountains, they flow down because it is the mountain that closes before you. The Lord God Almighty says that if you have faith small as a matter seed, you will tell this mountain to be moved, meaning that you will tell this mountain to be moved off your heaven. We need the heavens to open. Nothing must happen. In, nothing can happen inside of your life unless the heavens open. You need to go to God and say that, God, open up my heavens not only for prosperity, but for vision, for knowledge, and to go to another dimension in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. It says that as, as when the melting fire burneth, and the fire causes the water to boil, to make thy name known to the to thy adversary, that the nations may tremble at their presence. Can you see that your adversaries also can make your heavens to be closed, but the Lord God Almighty, when he favors that, he can make those 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 mountains to, to, to melt. He can make those heavens that are closed to melt, and he can shame your adversaries. It says, verse 3, And thou did terrible things which he looked not for. Thou came down, the mountains flowed down at thy presence. The, mount, the presence of the Lord can make your heavens to open. That heavens are short. That when you are a Christian that practice to be in the presence of the Lord, meaning that you are a Christian that will practice to fast and practice to worship. Worship also, it makes your heavens to open. It makes your heaven to open fast. Hallelujah. It says, for since the verse 4, it says, for since the beginning of the world, men have not had nor perceived by the ear, neither had the eyes seen, O God, besides thee what what he had prepared for him who waited for him if you want the heavens to open you have to wait for god and when you wait of god you become persistent and consistent and i assure you and tell you the lord will make sure that he open up the heaven for you because the lord jesus christ he has called us not to be separated from him he has called us not to live separate from him but he has called us to be one with him the father and the holy spirit and in that way our heavens will be made sure to continually open and there's another way that the lord is speaking to me right now right now i'm seeing an orphan child that is dirty that without is not even wearing clothes this orphan child not having not having clothes this orphan child with a small a plate of pop and no meat on it or vegetable the lord says that when you take care of the orphans your heavens will open quickly the lord said that let our heart turn unto the orphans i don't know maybe the lord is speaking to me but i'm conveying to you lie right now that one way for the other way for your heavens to open is when we seek the lord and we take care of the orphans today this week this month make sure that you take care of one orphan child and see how the, your heavens will open. Maybe you it will open. Maybe your only your heaven is open, only open in the first in the first heaven. Maybe the second and the third heaven is open because the Lord said that He has given us blessings in all the heavens. So you must experience the blessings of all the heavens. You can say that, okay, Karen, I've got multi-millions, I've got billions, my heaven is open in the realm of the billions. You don't know. Maybe the Lord wants your heaven to open in the level of the trillionaires, but the Lord said that for each and every heavens, there's the key. There's something that you have to do for those heavens to open. And I'm telling you now, those who will be hearing the voice of that, I'm saying that 
take care of the orphans, then you will go to another dimension where the other heavens on another level will be open here for you. May the Lord bless you. May you have a victorious day. It is the will of Jesus Christ for you to manifest his glory, for you to prosper all the time because this is what the Lord has created us for, to show forth his glory and his praises. He's saying, darkness covers the earth, but the Lord rises upon you. Arise and shine for the glory of the Lord rises upon you. When the glory of the Lord rises upon you, you have peace. When the glory of the Lord rises upon you, you have victory. When the glory rises of the Lord rises upon you, your enemies get defeated. When the glory rises of the Lord rises upon you, those that are jealous upon you, they get become shameful. When the glory of the Lord rises upon you, you see the goodness of the Lord upon your children and all curses get broken. May God bless you. Shalom.